Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Join us for tonight's sermon by Matt Smith, titled Hope in God, from Psalm 42, verses 9 through 11. So if you got a testimony, you might as well stand up and give it while we turn to the book of Psalms, chapter 42. <laughs> Psalms chapter 42. It's going to start about verse 9. Okay. It says, I will say unto God my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I a mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Let's bow our heads. My heavenly Father, Lord God, we just ask you, Lord, to Help us to preach your word tonight, Lord, that your word to go out and accomplish what you have it to go out to do. And Lord, we just ask for one here lost tonight, Lord, around your will. Tonight be the night that they get right with you for it's too everlasting, too late. That's these things in Jesus Christ, his holy precious name, and amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> and I thought tonight for our text tonight, taking a little bit out of, out of context here, Hope thou in God. Where is your hope? Is your hope in God? Is your hope in the circumstances around you? Is your hope in your job? Is your hope in the president or the pope? God should be your hope. He's the hope of all glory. I tell you, when I, when I lay my head down on my pillow tonight, I'm thankful that God is right there with me. When I wake up in the morning, I'm glad that God is right there with me. When I go wherever I go, I'm glad my hope is in God because he goes everywhere I go. You know, we said this morning, it's not about about feelings. You know, sometimes we feel like maybe we're all by ourselves. But God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'll be with you always, even when you don't feel good. Even when you don't feel his presence. I tell you what, we're serving a God who's alive and doing well. There's people that serve God, they make gods out of everything. They make gods out of televisions, out of automobiles, out of boats, out out of houses. Anything you want to put before God, that's your God. I'm serving a God who created me. He created this whole world. He created a universe. He created everything that we can see, and he created everything that we can't see. Without him, nothing consists. We don't even exist without God. Amen. He's the one that created us. Amen. He knows our hearts. He loves us. Despite ourselves, God loves us. 
And I'm like, Lord Beth, I don't understand it. And the good news is, I don't have to understand it. All I got to do is accept it. So who's your God tonight? Right over in Colossians, it says, we're talking about hope tonight. It says, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of truth of the gospel. You've heard it all before. In the gospel of Jesus Christ, you've heard about our hope that's laid up before us in heaven. Jesus went away to prepare a place for us that where he is, there we may be also. And I tell you what else, whenever a loved one leaves this world, that is a treasure laid up in heaven. One day, we're going to meet him again. Amen. Where's your hope at? I tell you, the world, they hope, in a, they hope in a bottle of whiskey. They'll hope in a bottle of pills. See, I know I, I was lost. That's where my hope used to be. And if you're here and you didn't live that way, Come on, congratulations. Amen. But you was just as lost as me without Jesus Christ. Amen. It don't matter how good you was. don't matter how bad you was. You know, people, I've heard people say, well, they must be in heaven. They was a good person. I say, was they saved? What's that got to do with it? That's got everything to do with it. Amen. If you ain't saved, you ain't going. There's two places. As my sister would say, heaven or hell. And she would say, give an altar call. Because that's just how simple and plain it is. You either choose Jesus Christ to go to heaven, or you choose your own way and go straight to hell. Because that's the only two places there is to go. There ain't no in-between places. So where's your hope at? Where are you laying your treasures at? Because where your heart is, there will be your treasure. Where your treasure is, there's where your heart will be. So where are you laying them up at? See, I, I want to walk hand in hand with God. Come on, man. If I had to crawl to this altar every service to make it to heaven, I would crawl every service. Amen. Come on. I would do whatever it took to make it. But all we got to do is keep our little hand in his big hand and we can make it. It ain't nothing that I've done. It ain't nothing that you've done. It's all about Jesus Christ. As Laura said this morning in the, in the Sunday school lesson, it's all about him. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation, it was all about Jesus Christ. I tell you what, it all, if you read the Bible, that's why I like reading through the Bible, because I tell you what, when I read it, I can see it. When I read the Old Testament, and then I'll start reading the New Testament, and it all comes right together. The very first time I ever read through the Bible, it didn't come right through together. I get over and all them names and stuff, and say, man, it's going to take me forever to get through these names. But now when I read them, I know where they go to. I know where they're linked to. I know who they are. 
And I tell you what, that is a blessing. To read God's Word, it's not only a blessing, it's an honor and a privilege. There's people in the world today that gets put to death. If they was to be found with the Word of God, they would be put to death. And here we are in America. We can come right out and go anywhere and buy a Bible most places. Amen. And come right out here and park right out in front of a church. People know we're in a church. But there's people in the world that can't do that. There's people that have to hide away in a cave yeah. or hide away somewhere to have church. And if they were to get caught, they would be put to death. Wonder where their treasure is. Right there. We're all going to the same place. If you're born again, we're all going to heaven. Where's your hope at? Amen. Over in the book of Titus, uh, in chapter 2, verse 11, says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust." We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So through His grace, we can live godly. We can live right. You know, I've heard people say, well, I would, be, I would go to church, but I just can't love it. And I tell them, I, I can't live it either. But through the grace of God, I can live it. Through the grace of God, you can live it. Through the grace of God, that's how we're going to get there because the grace of God is I get what I don't deserve. I get to go to heaven. And God's mercy is I don't get what I do deserve. That's the lake of fire. So I tell people, I'm glad I don't get what I deserve. It'll be a lake of fire. I'm glad I got God's grace. I can go to heaven all because of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Amen. Nothing that I've done. Amen. Nothing that you've done. It don't matter how much money you got in your account. And it don't matter how poor you are. It's all level at the cross. The ground's level. There ain't no great big... Christians, powerful Christians, and little Christians. They might be people that obey the Lord more than others, more obedient. Maybe they, they may they visit more, but they're not saved anymore. You're either saved or you're lost. People tell me, and I've had people tell me, you know, tell me I must be lacking faith. Because I got a bad back. And I say, well, was Paul, was he, was he uh, lacking faith? Well, no, now that don't mean, that don't mean that in his body. Well, I don't know. He said, I got a thorn in my flesh. So I just assume that flesh is this right here. So he, he had a problem too, but I, I don't think it's lack of faith. You know, it rains on the just and the unjust alike. There's good things happen to good people. Amen. There's bad things happen to good people. There's good things that happen to bad people. I tell you what, there's bad things that happen to bad people. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. But I tell you what, where is your hope at? Amen. 
That's what matters. That's what's going to get you to heaven if you're hoping in Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about some hope, well, I hope I can make it work tomorrow. Amen. Or I hope I can pay my bills. I'm not talking about that kind of hope. I'm talking about that blessed hope. Knowing that one day, because we have trusted Jesus Christ at his word, we can make it. Amen. We don't got to worry about what anybody else thinks about it. People say, well, I'll tell you what I think. I said, save it. I don't care what you think. You're not going to change my mind. People say, they try to uh, dishonor God. Hey, I don't want to hear it. I know what he's done for me. You're too late. You don't know where he saved me from. You don't know where the Lord has brought me from. I tell you what, if you knew where he brought me from, you would love him just for that. I tell you what, he reached way down one day for me. And I know he's reached way down for other people. And I tell you, what he's done for me, he will do for you. And what he's done for others, he will do for me. That's the kind of God we're serving. He loves us. You know, people can look on us and say, you know, people used to look on me. I'll just use myself for an example. And they would say, he's no good. And they were right. I ain't no good. I still ain't no good. I'm saved, but I'm no good. The Bible says there's nothing good, no, not one. Says our rice is filthy rags in the eyes of God. I ain't no good. So you're going to win that argument every time because I ain't no good and I know it. But I know who is good. That's how I'm going to heaven. I'm going on his righteousness, not mine. He's the only good. You know, one of the uh, rulers, young rulers come to him and says, Lord, we know you're good. Jesus says there's only one good, and that's God. Jesus is God. In the flesh. He's good. He's the best friend I've ever had. And I tell you, if you want to go to heaven, you're going to have to trust in Jesus Christ. You're going to have to put your hope in him. You can't put your hope in me or Brother Earl or, or Jamie or anybody else and no man or no woman. Follow Jesus. People tell, you know, I see it on Facebook, somebody put on there to follow Paul. And I put on there, I'm not following Paul. I mean, I got confidence in Paul. I know Paul, he was a good man. He was a good Christian, but he was a man. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. He didn't say take up your cross and follow Paul. I'm sure Paul was, he was good. He went around making all these, building all these churches, getting all these churches established and preaching the word and tell you what, I appreciate him, but he, he's my brother. Jesus Christ is my Savior. Amen. He's the one I'm following. I mean, you can follow whoever you want to follow, but I'm following the Arthur right here. Amen. He's the way. Why would I want to follow somebody else when I, can, I got the privilege and the honor to follow the way, the truth, and the life, the author of this Bible right here.
We follow him. And we can make it. You know, I've heard people say, well, this person offended me, done this, they done this to this person, I ain't going back to church. Follow Jesus. Give him a try. Quit using every excuse to quit church. You know, people get offended. You know, out there where I work, people get offended out there all the time. Somebody will cuss somebody out or somebody will say something to them and you get to work the next day, they're right there. Clock it in. They didn't quit. Like they would somebody in church. Somebody in church, if you said something like that, anything to them, first thing they want to do, well, I'm not going back. But somebody at work, somebody at work gets offended, they're right back the next day. And I just wonder, Christian people need to get a little bit, like my Uncle Bill used to say, let that water run off your back, like water on a duck's back. He told me that all the time. There's a lot of things he told me that I won't say. But I can say some things he said. And you all know my Uncle Bill, you know what I'm talking about. He was a good Christian man. He's a good man. I'll tell you what, where is your hope at? Is your hope in Jesus? I like down here in Titus chapter 2 verse 14. It says, Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. The Lord says something about peculiar people and we are. That scripture kind of jumped out at me today. It says, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us. He might. It's up to us. See, he wants to redeem everybody. But if you choose to leave this world lost, see, he says, right here, he says, he gave himself that he might redeem us. He wants to redeem us. It's God's will that none perish, but all come to repentance. But there's people out there that don't want to hear nothing about the gospel of Jesus Christ. They don't want you to say nothing about the way they're living. They don't even want you to invite them to church. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I'm not perfect. I don't know. But that jumped out when I seen that word might. But he might. He wants to. I'm glad he saved me. He redeemed me. And he's no respect as a person. He wants to redeem everybody. You know, I, there's people out there that thinks that there's only certain people that's going to be saved and don't matter how they live. And there's other people that don't matter. They're going to die lost. But the only thing is, they, they can't support it with this. With the good old King James Version. That's why there's so many different versions out there. You might be able to find you one to support it. But I'm going to stick with the King James. I know one thing. I'm glad he's in the saving business. And if you're here and you're lost, he wants to save you. If you're out there on Facebook, he wants to save you. All you got to do is call on his name. And I tell you what he'll do. He will write your name down, like Laura said, in the Lamb's Book of Life. Paid in full. 
You know, that lamb's look like, I don't know, nobody knows what it looks like. But you know the cover on it might just say, the Lamb's Book of Life paid in full Amen. by the blood of the Lamb. I don't know, but we're going to get to see it one of these days. Where's your hope at? Praise His holy name. Running right in Hebrews chapter 6, it says that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon a hope set before us. It's impossible for God to lie. God told Nicodemus, you must be born again if you want to go to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Any man that comes to me must come, the Father must draw him. I tell you what, God won't lie. He said, you can go to heaven if you'll just trust in him. God can't lie. He cannot lie. All we got to do is trust in him. And he said that we can lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. And that hope that is set before us is Jesus Christ. He's a hope of all glory. He's our only hope we have. There ain't no other way. Brother Rick used to say there ain't no, was no plan B. It was Jesus Christ and nothing else. He's the best heaven had to offer. You know, I, I've thought about that before. As I read through the Bible, and as I read it, and when the Bible says, all them holy angels up there, you know, crying, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, throwing the crowns at the Lord's feet, playing all that music up there, and praising God, all the elders up there, and, and singing hallelujah to the Lamb. And I tell you what, I think about all that, and, I, and they wasn't one of them worthy enough to open that book, not to look at that book, couldn't even open that seal of that book. And that's my daughter read it this morning. And one prevailed. Amen. And came. And loose and opened that book. And there he was as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Amen. There was our Savior. There was our hope of all glory. There was our only hope was Jesus Christ. And he knew it. He was the best that heaven had to offer. Them angels couldn't do it. Nobody could ever do what Jesus did. He's the only one. And he came down here, he was mocked. He was beaten. They took turns hitting him and saying, prophesize, pulling the hair out of his face, took a whip to him, put the big old nails on his hands and his feet, hung him up between the heaven and the earth. And what did he say? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They had no idea. And I read just today, when the Lord gave up the ghost, the guard said, surely this was the Son of God. I can almost agree with him with that. But surely this is the Son of God. He was never was nothing 
He is the Savior of the world. He is the Son of God. He is my Savior. He is my all in all. He is the God Almighty. I tell you what, when we get to heaven, we'll be able to see that he is who he says he is. Everything, you know what, you can read through this Bible. Everywhere that God says this is going to happen, right on down through there somewhere, and it came to pass. You know why? Because God can't lie. When he says something, he means it. When he says that your name's not in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're not saved, you're going to go to hell, you can count on it. He means what he says. But he don't want you to go to hell. Like I said, it's his will that none perish, that all come to repentance. He don't want nobody to go to hell. You know what? We, we judge people sometimes, a lot of times. People does his crimes you know, it's in prison, or you think, well, they're getting exactly what they deserve. But God wants to save them. He wants them to go to heaven. You know, there's things we do on this, in this life that we're going to pay a price. But we can be saved. When we leave this world, we can make heaven our home. If we'll just put our hope in God, tell you what, because that's one of the only place that's going to matter. When you close your eyes in death, you're not going to be sorry that you trusted God as your Savior. He's worthy of all praise. I don't understand it, but I'm sure I'm thankful for it. Right over in the first Peter it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, we were up here talking today, earlier, Jesus Christ, you can go to all these people that says they was God, and you'll find their bones there. Amen. You go to where they laid our Lord in that tomb, it's empty. There's no bones there. He's alive. The angel said, why seek ye to live him among the dead? He ain't here. He has risen just like he said. You know, I was reading in my daily Bible reading, the Lord started telling his disciples that one is going to go down there and it's going to be mocked and going to be scourged and going to be put to death. But on the third day, he was going to live again. And I tell you, when it came to, down to it, they forgot all about that. And he kept telling them over and over again, it's going to happen. He was trying to let them know, get ready for it, it's going to happen. That's why I came. And then when it came to pass, they didn't understand why. But that's why he came. Where's your hope at? Is it in Jesus Christ? Or is it in yourself? Put your hope in the Lord. I tell you, there, like I said, it rains on the just and the unjust. Like You're not going to have a, a perfect life. I mean, I got saved back in 1996. I've had things come up on me. And I know I've seen other people have things come up on them. 
but our hope's in God. Our hope ain't in anything else. You know, people put their hope, you know, a lot of times in their job. They'll just want to work and work and work and work, not have time for nothing else. That's what they want to do. That's how, that's how a lot of people, that's how a lot of people takes care of their stress and stuff like that. But I want to hope in God. I read his word. When things come up, people say, well, why did that happen to you? And I say, why not me? I'm not perfect. Well, if God, you know, is God of love, why does he let these bad things happen to all these innocent people and babies and all this stuff? I said, it all started in the garden. When sin entered in. When sin is finished, it brings forth death. That's why bad things happen. But if you'll trust in God, you may go through trials on this life, and you will. You'll have things come up that you might not understand. But if you'll put your hope in God, when you close your eyes in death, you open them up in his presence to hear him say, enter in. That's what I'm waiting for. Then you'll never have to worry about any more bad things happen to anybody because I tell you what, there's nothing that's going to hurt anybody in heaven. Amen. It's a perfect place. Amen. And it's going to be for perfect people. We're not perfect down here, but we will be when we get up there. When we get that new body, we're not going to have to worry about them old thoughts that goes into your head sometimes. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that, that happens to, but I don't let it go down here. It ain't what goes in, it's what comes out. I don't dwell on it. What I do, I, that's why I talk about reading through the Bible. Because you can quote scripture to yourself sometimes and to the devil sometimes. Let him know what his end is. And he'll leave you alone for a little while. Or put on some good old gospel music. If you're ever over in my garage with me, you're going to hear some good old gospel music. You're going to hear some contemporary gospel. You'll hear southern gospel. You'll, you'll hear some bluegrass gospel. You're going to hear the gospel. And you're going to like some, you're going to like some of it, I'm sure. But me and the Lord, we have ourselves a time over there in that garage. That's where my hope is. We have church right there. Right there in that garage. And I tell you, that's like Brother Jamie said up the other night when he preached. This ain't the only place we can have church. We can have church in a car. We can have church at home. We can have church in, on the job. We can have church in the garage out in the field, wherever you meet God at, I tell you what, it, it, it's not hard to praise him. Amen. If you just think about it, sometimes I think sometimes we're saved for a long time, we kind of forget sometimes where the Lord brought us from. Yeah. Amen. I try to remember where the Lord has brought me from. Mm -hmm. And I just praise him for that. Because that's where my hope is. Amen. Where's your hope at tonight? Is your hope in God tonight? 
I tell you, if, if it's not in God, as we stand and give a song, won't you come on up tonight and give your heart to the Lord? Lord Jamie. <clears throat> come right now. If the Lord's dealing with your heart, come. Put your hope in God tonight. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.